Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello and welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. Joining me today is John McGregor. John is a guy who got an endorsement from Robert Kiyosaki, which impresses me because Robert Kiyosaki is probably the first person who ever taught me anything about personal finance that made sense to me in a way that has changed my life, I might say. Um, You might recognize Robert Kiyosaki as the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, well, John McGregor is the author of The Top Ten Reasons the Rich Go Broke. And John, I understand you've, you've done some training in, in Robert Kiyosaki's models, and mm-hmm. you're a financial expert in your own right, in a way that's allowed you to really empower some people. Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Paul. It is so awesome to be with you. I was really looking forward to this, and I just love the work you're doing, so it's a real honor. Well, thank you. The honor is mine. I'm excited for this too because <laughs> oh, cool. I've done a lot of thinking over the years about money and, and finance and why are people suffering financially, mm-hmm. especially at a time in our history when there are so many challenges and, and different things moving. Before we get into that, John, could you share with our listeners a little bit more about your story and how you got to where you are now that you could write this book and and do all of the speaking and and training that you do. Share with us a little bit about your journey, would you? Sure. And um, and just by background, Robert uh, Kiyosaki and I, he's one of my closest friends. We both come from Hawaii. That's sort of our connection. But our real connection is we're both rugby players for the same team. Oh, really? Yeah. And if you know anything about Robert, he's trashed my industry his entire career. And so he's right. always given me a hard time until one night we were having dinner in Hawaii and I was explaining to him what's going on in the real world and, and the people that are suffering financially and people aren't managing their cash flow and his eyes lit up and then he said, hey, John, you've got to write a book. And what I want you to do is write a book on why people go broke because for years I've been telling him stories of people I knew very closely and actually worked with that had everything and lost it all. Yeah. And so, um, so here we are, and uh, the book came out, in, as I was telling you earlier before, came out in Chinese and Japanese first because we were on a speaking tour together there, and then recently it came out in English, and it's doing quite well. So I'm, I'm very excited, and, and I just want to say, Dr. Paul, the, uh, although this book is, is alluring stories of, of very wealthy people that had everything and lost it all, and they're very emotional stories, this book is really about why so many people go broke or why so many people are struggling financially. Yeah, and uh, but we use stories to uh, to send that message and explain why. And there's actually an underlying psychological reason, which I think that's why it's 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 so good we're talking. There's an underlying psychological reason why people are suffering financially that connects all of these people and everyone in society that I go into detail about. And um and and my mission is is really to I'm on a mission to solve this crisis that's affecting millions of people. And we'll get into that in a minute and how, how severe this is um, and how people today are the, the traditional methods of delivering financial advice that I did for many years simply does not work. It doesn't work. Right. 
I know I probably cut you off there, John, but I'm reacting to what you're saying because there are traditions. I, I call them false traditions. And why do we do it the way that we do? I don't know. But we, we tend to perpetuate things that don't really work. Something that you said really caught my attention, that there are some psychological foundations to this thing. And that might surprise some people because they'll think it's a problem with something else. And as long as they think it's a problem with something else, they're not looking where they need to. One of my, client, or one of my colleagues, another psychologist said, you know, Paul, every problem we have is a problem with thinking. Yeah. And it sounds like you might even agree with that when it comes to finance. No, no question about it. You know, I've been working in this industry for over 26 years. And I, 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 I can look back and I say I probably worked with or helped or mentored in some form or fashion over 5,000 people of all walks of life, all demographics, all wealth ranges. And I'll tell you, everyone has the exact same problem with their money. It's all psychological. And I was telling a friend who's a, who's a thought leader in the field of neuroscience, I was just pulling my hair out, explaining how frustrated I was with my clients. Because here's a, here's a typical scenario, Dr. Paul. Clients come into my office, they show me their financials, and we start mapping out a game plan for them. And I show them the trajectory that they're on. If they continue with the same spending habits or the same financial habits, they're headed to financial failure very soon. And they're, they're headed to what I call pain island. And the, and the spouses are nudging each other in the office going, honey, we got to get serious about this. This is, this, is, this is really scaring me right now. And they look at me and they say, John, what's the plan? I said, okay, are you ready? And they said, okay. So for the next hour or so, we map out a detailed financial plan with, with uh, action items and information that I need on our next meeting. And, and they get all jacked up and, and we high five, we shake, we pinky swear, we hug, and we make an absolute commitment to stay on this plan. But what happens as soon as they leave my office, they're on their way to Best Buy to buy a new flat screen TV on a credit card that's already maxed out. But what really happened was that financial plan basically, now that's a bit of an exaggeration of course, but that financial plan had a shelf life of five to 10 minutes before they're back to their same financial habits, right. back to Payne Island. And I was expressing this to a friend, my, my, my partner, um, who's a specialist in neuroscience, he said, John, he said, all that information, all those graphs, charts, financial plans, those fancy leather bound plans that you provide, they do nothing because information does not cause transformation. Right. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I just realized I've been failing my clients for years. And he said, the only way to change people's behaviors, because this isn't an information issue. Most people know what to do with their money, but they don't do it. Don't do it. So right. Because if, if information was all we needed to change our behaviors, we'd all be rich, skinny, and happy. It takes a lot more than information. You've got to tap into the core of your mental programming. This is a behavioral issue. And if you don't change your brain, you'll never change your life. So that's what we set off to, to accomplish. And we created a seven-step process we call Thrive Path that we guide people through. And in the end, what happens, it's really a journey of discovery. And in the end, what happens is people realize what their purpose and meaning in life is because until then they never knew they were chasing nice cars and, 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 and clothes and electronics and new smartphones and flat screen TVs as their identity, but they didn't really sit down and discover what was deeply meaningful to them. Right. And so in the end, once they go through this process, they understand who they are in their world 
And now they have a much better relationship with money and they're no longer using money to, they're no longer using money to dull their pain. They're using money to fulfill their purpose. And now they have focus. They have guidance in their life. It's a complete game changer for them. Because the, the traditional methods, as I mentioned earlier, the financial industry, first of all, isn't interested in working with these people that are struggling financially. They're only focused on the, the 2% of the population that has money. And their only solution is to sell a financial product. And when you right. consider how big this problem is, which I want to share in a minute, I'm, I'm rambling. So please just jump in. I, I, get, I get jacked up about this stuff. The financial industry is just focused on selling a financial product. And these people that are suffering living paycheck to paycheck, they don't need a financial product. They need right. something to change their behaviors as you were talking about. So, And that behavior is driven by our programming. <laughs> exactly. Programming. John, think about that. I mean, it's like the fact that you and I are speaking English. Mm -hmm. We didn't really choose to speak English. We were just programmed to speak English. And we were programmed by people who didn't even give us a choice. Absolutely. So that becomes our default way of thinking. And I, I want to use that as an example because how we think about money, for example, mm -hmm. is programmed and sometimes programmed in at a very early age. Absolutely. By people who didn't give us a choice. Correct. By people that didn't have our desires in our life. Right. And they didn't they live in the world we live in either. So the principles are, are all the same. Yep. But the, the techniques will change according to the context. Yeah. And just to drive home what you were already saying, John, the programming is what we will fall back to. Whatever we're trained, taught, and educated to think is, is what we will fall back to unless we take an intentional approach to reprogram ourselves. And I love what right. you said about purpose, too. Money is not there to, to save your skin. Money is there to fuel your purpose. Mm -hmm. um, we could get into a discussion about that, I'm yeah. sure, too. Yeah. But uh, that really resonates with me. I think the programming that's already there in our brain is what we need to address. Yes, correct. It's all in between the ears. Mm -hmm. Like I said, everyone knows what they need to do with their money. Everyone knows they need to exercise and eat well, but they don't do it. That's why 65% of the population is overweight. We know what to do, but we don't do it because we're trapped in this mental program that we accumulated from the time we were born and hardwired. Uh, some people have said hardwired at the age of seven. Some of, I'd love your opinion on this. Some people say they're hardwired at age 20 or 30, but, but at a very young age, their brains are hardwired to prevent them from making the right decisions with their financials. And what I'm seeing far too often, and it's a sad, it's sad to say this. It's kind of harsh. People are going through life, basically trying to manage their dissatisfaction. They're rewarding themselves on a regular basis, but it's not leading to any long-term joy. Right. They're buying that iPhone, that flat screen, the new house, the vacation, all that stuff to keep up with the Joneses and look good. And they're jumping from one reward to the next, but it's not, it's not giving them satisfaction. Right. Or a feeling of abundance or joy because they don't know who they are in the world and they don't have a good relationship with money. And so the cycle continues. 
And, and when you think about, and I should have mentioned this earlier, when you think about how big this problem is, think about this. When I started this, uh, this, pro- this program uh, seven years ago, 73% of the people, and I thought this was just the US, but having traveled the world now speaking to a lot of people, it's, it's worldwide. 73% of people were living paycheck to paycheck. Fast forward to today, it's 78%. And that number is pre-COVID. Wow. Yeah, so who knows what it is today? Right. But let's just say 78%. That's over three quarters of the population are living paycheck to paycheck. 64% of people could not come up with $400 for an emergency expense. Wow. And these numbers are staggering. Then... Sometimes I think I'm in the health industry, not the financial industry. What I mean by that is um, money is the number one root cause of stress. I mean, look at any statistics, study. And stress is the number one cause of our most deadly ailments and health issues. 75% of physician office visits are stress-related. Now, I didn't believe that when I read that, but sure enough, a huge amount of just going to the doctor is stress-related. Yeah. So if money is the number one cause of stress, and stress is the number one cause of lung ailments, cancer, cirrhosis, suicide, insomnia, high blood pressure, anxiety, irritability, I mean, you go down the list, stress is the huge cause. Just insomnia, not being able to sleep lowers your IQ. And money is the root cause of this. So there's a huge correlation between people's financial problems and people's health ailments. Mm-hmm. I say this is a life or death conversation we're having, and it's a bigger, it's the biggest epidemic of all diseases combined. When you consider 78% of people are living with uh, living paycheck to paycheck, hence they are living with significant financial stress in their life. Right. So, what we're talking about here is so fundamental to to living a joyful life and it had so much to do with your relationship with money and what you really believe about that john as we come back from this break i would love to create some hope here too because i know that you have found some ways to assist Mm -hmm. people like us to get out of our own way and have a whole new relationship with money. Let's dig into that as we come back from this break. Does that sound good to you? I'd love to, thank you. Folks, this is John McGregor at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now, I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com.
And we're back. John McGregor at Live On Purpose Radio today. The top 10 reasons the rich go broke. <laughs> so you've nailed it down. You've, you've honed in on what those primary causes are. And it's not yes. just the rich. It's just anybody who's finding finances to be a stressful thing in their life. You've, you've honed in on what those causes are. Share with us what you've learned. Yeah. After, like I said, 26 years of working with people frustrated out of my mind, I finally realized what I was doing was just ineffective. And this, like you said, it doesn't matter how much money you're making because if you're, if you're making X, you're spending Y, you know, most people are outspending their income. Now, I don't care how much money. They're not going to believe that right at first blush. They're going to think all I need is more money. But you're talking Correct. about how rich people go broke too. So it's not about the amount. It's about some principles behind that. Thank you for clarifying that. Absolutely. Um, and I was thinking about this the other day on a side note. You know, if we took everyone's money away from them, just took everyone's money mm-hmm. and then issued a million dollars to everyone equally in this country, within six to 12 months, the same people that were poor beforehand would be poor and the same people that were rich would be rich. Why? Because they didn't change their behaviors. Because this is a behavioral issue. And so what I finally realized after years is that the underlying reason people are suffering financially is because they have a harmful belief system around money. It's a destructive belief system. And it's these thoughts, these ideas, these these opinions, really what they are, they're lies that people have accumulated in their life from the time they were born. And now these beliefs are basically running everything in their life. And where do their beliefs reside? They reside in their subconscious, or I call that the unconscious, Mm -hmm. which is I'm sure you've talked about, 95% of how we act, behave, think, and ultimately who we become lies in our subconscious. And our subconscious is running on autopilot nonstop, and we don't even know it. And it's controlling everything. And in our case, it's leading to very bad financial decisions. And so what I realize is, to get more specific, what I realize is these beliefs that people have around money that's causing so much financial pain. So for example, beliefs, and there's hundreds of these, and I'll give you just a few here. Money's the root of all evil. I'll never be wealthy. Um, I didn't come from money. It's too complicated. Uh, I'm not good with math. Um, I have to dress the part to be successful. The system is rigged and unfair. Uh, Life is unfair. Um, What's spending just a little bit more money? Well, it's only $100 more a month on my credit card. I mean, I could just keep going and going. And the big one is that I hear so often is, John, I just don't have time to get my financial house in order. All these beliefs are running at the core of your subconscious controlling everything you're doing, especially in your money. And they're, they're dictating your, your financial decisions. And so I'll just wrap up with this. You change your financial beliefs, those harmful beliefs, you'll change your financial life forever. I know that that's true because I was there. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, John, you don't, when you're in it, you don't see it. Correct. Until you see this as a choice, it's not. Correct. And we, can, we can go back to our programming. That's why I emphasize that in the first half of our show here today. 
that, and you're stuck inside of your own head. It's like one of my colleagues said, it's kind of like we're inside of a box. <laughs> yes. And, and everything that we experience is projected on the inside of our box. It's all we can see. There's instructions for getting out of your box, but they're printed on the outside of your box. And that's the frustration, but that's why we look to people like you, John, to read the box to us. <laughs> so that you can help us out. And I think you can help us create some hope here too. Yeah. Yeah. You've identified the, the cause. It's in our beliefs, our subconscious beliefs. Where do we go? What? Because uh, uh, absolutely. We probably relate, and I know I am, to some of the things that you said, and I know a lot of our listeners are. So help us out with the hope. Where do we go from here? Quick story. I was in Robert Kiyosaki's kitchen, and he yelled at me. He said, hey, McGregor, how many sides does a coin have? I said, two. And he said, think again. I thought, oh, he's up to something. He's, he's trying to teach me something. So I actually pulled out a coin, and I studied it. And I said, oh, my gosh. coin has three sides. The edge. That's another side. Yeah. And he said, McGregor, as soon as you can live on the edge and see both sides of an issue and challenge that side that you've been living on, you'll never be happy. So think about that, that three-sided coin as you go about your day. I've, 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 that's stuck with me. I didn't tell the story very well, but that's just stuck with me. That's stuck with me ever since. But when you have harmful beliefs, that leads to the E, which is your excuses. So you have this harmful belief that you have to look the part to be successful and your excuse is, well, I got to buy that new fancy car. Then when you do that, it leads to the A, which is the action, which is actually buying that, that fancy car, financing it. And now you're, now you got an $800 uh, car bill every year or every month. And then, it, and then finally it leads to the R, which is the result, the result of more financial pain and suffering. So it's B-E-A-R, bear. So we call it the bear trap. And it all starts with your harmful beliefs. That sets this, this whole motion of financial pain in order. So if you can change those beliefs, you can change that sequence to a more healthy and positive outcome. And we could talk about how, how I do that with people. It's a very simple exercise. That Just to know, John, that there are some alternatives Yes. Because <laughs> here, stuck inside of my own box, it's all that right. I know, right? I and love that. To have someone like you say, hey, you know what? I can see the outside of your box and there's some instructions for how you can get out of there. I have to be humble enough to be open yeah. to accept that. And you've got processes that, that you've taught people for years yeah. now. And you've seen some results. You've seen people come out of that stuck place. And the stories that we tell ourselves that keep us stuck there, and I can say this from personal experience too, as I look back on what I used to believe about money, now I look at it and I think, what? what? What was I thinking? Exactly. But at the time, it's all I knew. Mm-hmm. And, and so I want all of you listeners, as you're listening to John and I have this conversation, I want you to give yourself some, some tolerance and forgiveness. You're just going to your programming. But what we're saying is there's some other options and there's hope. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
Here's an exercise that I take people through, which is can be mind-blowing to a lot of people. And I've seen people emotionally break down when they go through this. And then I can, I can wrap up with some practical things people can be doing now with their money as well, if that helps. Dr. Yeah, Paul. awesome. Let's do it. So what I would highly, highly recommend people do is take some time, take some quiet time, get out some uh, paper and pen, and write down all your beliefs around money. Write them all down. Everything that you believe, and you take some of the ones that I mentioned, it's too complicated, you gotta be good at math, the system's rigged, I don't have time, all that stuff. Write down all those beliefs that you have. Just that exercise alone can create a lot of awareness that you didn't even realize. Yeah. Go, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I'm, I'm telling myself it's too complicated. When it isn't complicated, or you're telling yourself you gotta be good at math to be good at, with your finances. No, you don't need to be good at math, trust me. You don't need to be good at math, first and speaking. Um, then I want, you to, I want you to really study that list and take, take some time doing this. This could take a couple of days. Then look at each one of those and ask yourself, where did that belief come from? Who did it come from? And when did, did, you, did you arrive at this belief? You may find that where you got that, who gave that to you or who implanted that did not have your best interest in mind. Then I want you to look at each one of these again and ask yourself, is this belief 100% true? And I think what you'll find in, in most, if not all of these cases, you've been telling yourself a lie, that that belief that money's too complicated or you need to dress the part is a lie. And that's leading to all kinds of problems. Then the last thing I want, the fourth question you need to ask yourself is, what would your life be like without that? belief. And this was, I got this exercise from Byron Katie and I tweaked it a little yeah. bit, but it's a very, very powerful exercise that you can use with your money. And I'll tell you the awareness, the aha moment, it can be just extremely powerful, not only for you, but your family and your close ones around you. I love that as a practical way to wrap up what we've been talking about here today, John. What you're okay. inviting us to do is what I call metacognition. Mm -hmm. It's a higher level of thinking. It's thinking about thinking. Yeah. And the metacognition is awesome because it creates a little space. And in that space is where choice exists. Mm -hmm. You don't get to have any choice in what you think until you stop and think about your thinking. <laughs> well put. That's a, that's a beautiful, I think, uh, practical application of what we talked about here today. John, thank yeah. you for that. My pleasure. Folks, you've been listening to John McGregor. You've, you can get his book, The Top Ten Reasons the Rich Go Broke, where you've shared stories, John. This is not just philosophy. You've shared real stories of real people and and this is a place where we can learn to look at our thinking a little bit more. Tell us what else, what else is available, if you would, as, we, as we're wrapping up our conversation here today. Where would you steer people? Yeah, sure. So I've got a lot of free resources on my website, and that's uh, johnmacgregor.net. And it's MacGregor, um, M-A-C. And so I've got resources such as um, I wrote a lengthy white paper on how to select a financial advisor. Most people go, go about that process the wrong way. They go to the free chicken dinner and they're immediately ready to sign up as soon as they meet the, uh, the financial advisor. Right. I call it the chicken, di chicken dinner syndrome. 
Uh You've got to do your due diligence when you find your financial advisor to assist you. And then the other thing that's been very popular is a financial, just a financial organization document. Most people I've seen come to me with a shoebox or a junk drawer full of statements and documents and paperwork, and half the time the information is missing. They're completely disorganized, and there's a direct correlation between financial disorganization and financial devastation. So the the more you can organize yourself, get your documents in order, the more likely you're going to achieve your financial desires and your dreams. Um, I've got a, a host of other things. I've got a guided manifestation on there. And of course, you can click and get my book via the website as well. So, Oh, wonderful. Yeah. The resources are there. This yep. is not something that has to keep you stuck forever. It, and all of those beliefs that are contributing to your being stuck, I, I love that you stepped us through that, John, that you cool. walked us through a process where we can start to examine those beliefs sure, and then using some of the tools that you've made available and, and others that you can point people to. Uh, there's yep. a lot of hope. It can be a there completely is. different relationship with money. I will tell you, it is never too late to start your journey to financial freedom and peace of mind. And, and, and I always say this, people's financial destiny is not a matter of chance it's a matter of choice if you make it a choice. And anyone, regardless of age, can get their financial house in order and begin to find financial peace of mind. Ah, beautiful. Thank you so much for being our guest here at Live On Purpose Radio today. It's an absolute honor, Dr. Paul. Thank you so much. And thanks for all the work that you do and helping thousands of people. It's just, it's really, a, it, it, it's really heartwarming to uh, to have met you and to uh, to be on your show. So thank you. Well, thank you, John. You've heard it now from John McGregor, author of The Top 10 Reasons the Rich Go Broke. You can get to his website, johnmacgregor.net, where there are all of those resources that John mentioned. And now it is time for all of us to live on purpose. <music> <laughs>